All right, well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are so glad you have joined us today. Uh, once again, a Temporal Eternal Podcast is all about uh, focusing on our discussions or we discuss how to live for eternity um, in our relationships, our ambitions, and our time, right? So that, that's what this whole thing's about. Um, if you're a first-time listener or watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Welcome. Uh, we have plenty of other, plenty of other episodes to uh you know follow back up on um, but we are on spotify apple podcast and we are on youtube and then also we have uh, temporaleternal.com and uh, you can check out we have some cool apparel there as you can see if you're watching on youtube we're wearing some things right now but but how are you guys doing how you doing matt how you doing brennan doing fantastic what about you doing well doing good doing good awesome. oh real quick hey People in the comments on YouTube, how are you doing? Let us know. Yes, co- comment below. Doing? Let us know how you doing. How you doing? How you doing? Um, I'm praying so, winter so ends quicker than than later. Well, yeah, man. Did, winter winter's been tough, man. Winter's did been the tough. Groundhog die. Yeah. Uh huh. Arizona the winters. Died? The groundhog died. Did you not know that? I heard this. Yeah. So like this was like a few weeks ago. So he he didn't see a shadow because he didn't he wasn't there. So usually if they <laughs> see the shadow, shadow saw the shadow of death. <laughs> <laughs> shadow of death. That doesn't tell you where we're at in life. I don't oh, know what it is. <laughs> it was a day That's before a Groundhog right Day. A day before Groundhog he Day. Oh, man. Oh, man. He passed away. Yeah. Jeez. Well, they're, they're gonna get a new so Groundhog, nicely. right? He. He passed away. I think they might have had another one, but the main one that has been doing it for years, like, <laughs> oh man, oh so man, you might be. So we're so in a lot of. Is there snow in there now? No, no, not by us. Okay, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> yes. Neither here nor there. Our topic is not Groundhog Day today. For context, <laughs> Brennan lives in Chicago land. Matt in Cincinnati and I'm in, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. So our topic today, um, is, <laughs> we'll get there. Is fr- it, yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually is friendships. And, um, and really the it's friendships, uh, toxic versus healthy friendships. So, you know, with this and, and, you know, I, you know, sometimes we do this and I'm going to pray right now because I do want to make sure that this is taken the right way. So Lord, we just thank you for an mm-hmm. awesome podcast. We just pray that Holy spirit, you would just be in the midst of all of it and have us um, be able to just kind of hear, hear each other and hear you and that our listeners would uh, take something from the conversation that maybe there's something that in our friendships that we can be more aware of, or even uh, adjust or recalibrate in our life. Amen. Um, So with friendships, you know, we really want to talk just overall about having healthy friendships, how how you can be a healthy friend and um, making sure you're not being toxic and also that you don't, uh, you're, you're wary of, or you set enough boundaries around your life and in your friendship so that you don't have toxic people with you. Uh, yes, of course, um, you know, you need to be wary of uh, people in your life and um, how they can affect you, right? I mean, and there's tons of scriptures, right? There's uh, um, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. This is Proverbs 13, 20. Uh, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm, right? So there's like tons 
of scriptures that back up like that whole principle of show me your circle and I'll show you who, who you are in five years uh, type of thing. Um, there, there's principles of like the negativity of your circle, of your friends, of your community and how that can impact your mentality, your vision, your attitude, um, uh, your decision-making. So yes, like very much so, um, you know, we, we encourage you guys not to be around people that are having you fall back into sin or into uh, addictive, um, tendencies or have, who are affecting you from following and being able to achieve what God has done because God has set up community and friendships to be able to be a strength. Proverbs 17, 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity, right? That they're, that they're born to fight alongside of you, that to, to be there for you, to, to encourage you, to, to cry with you. So there's the positive of, of what God created with friendships and community. So love to just kind of open it up to you guys, just your just initial thoughts about healthy versus toxic friendships. Oh man, this, there, there's so much with this, you know, and, uh, we, uh, we come to you guys too, humbly, humbly as, uh, friends growing in this idea of friendship as well uh i, I by yeah. no means claim to be the perfect friend or or uh, to have been the best in every single relationship in my entire life but uh but yeah I, I think from from my humble opinion uh this is so huge because it the relationships that we hold in our life really can make make or break us um and in so many different aspects of our life and um for anybody who's been alive for a little while, uh, you realize that your your friendships go through different seasons, um, and it's it's kind of like uh, the the reason and a season kind of thing uh, that that saying and how it goes, where some people sometimes are in your life for a little while, uh, and some people are in for the long haul. And um, I think I'll start off with with this idea of you know how do we gauge where we're at with with our friendships. Um, I, I think a huge, huge thing, and this can go into any type of relationship, whether it's family, uh, whether it is in a romantic relationship, whether it's a friendship, is honesty. Honesty and communication are huge. Um, and again, I am someone who's got to work on this all the time, so I'll be the first to say I need this. Um, but I think if we're to evaluate where our friendships are, and and you could probably take an evaluation of, of who you uh who you associate with right now and how honest can you be with them? Um, and I'm not saying tearing somebody down, but I, I think within what's going on in your life, uh, what, what you're hearing from them and where is that level of honesty lie? Um, and not that you're trying to position your friends in a, in a certain way of like, okay, well, here's uh, my really honest friends and my really dishonest friends. Um, but when it, when it comes to, to evaluating, okay, is, is this person someone that I can trust? or not, I think honesty is, is a huge deal. Um, and maybe it's looking within yourself and saying, okay, uh, have I, have I been able to be honest with people? Have I been able to mm -hmm. communicate well? Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that's a starting point for sure. When I, when I think of that, um, when I think of maybe how I respond in relationships and, and friendships and, and also the interactions I receive from people is, yeah, where's, where's that level of communication? Where's that level of of honesty because it does we go through seasons of friendships and that changes and, and it gets difficult you know i don't know if you guys have seen that ever but uh 
yeah, yeah. things come and they change over different seasons of life. Um, and, and those, those kind of can be big, big factors. So. No, for sure. I mean, cause you could be living a friendship on deception and I'm not saying like purposely hurting somebody, but not taking advantage of a friendship by being transparent with them, you know, about where you're at personally, or also like how you feel, you know, so that resentment mm -hmm. doesn't come in where yeah. you're like, Hey, you hurt, you hurt me, this hurt, or, Hey, this is affecting me in this way like that, you know, that's spot on right with that. Yeah. Friendships can be dangerous. <laughs> you can get way too emotionally involved. Yes. And and we're and we're talking not and and this is not like we're more talking pl platonic, like non-romantic, right. you know, like like just friends, you know. Um but yeah, continue. Emotionally, I mean, emotionally, I mean, there's a lot behind a friendship. You trust mm -hmm. them with your emotions. You trust them with um, everything, basically, if they are a best friend. Um, you trust them to be there for you when you need them. Um, and so uh, there's just so much to a friendship that can be dangerous that you don't even realize at the time. Um, just putting the effort in and seeing the struggles of the other person yeah. it can put a toll on you like you have to be able to handle that as well that's not like they're relying on you to lay it down on you as well so you have to be strong in different aspects that we don't even realize no totally well i want to you that made me think of something that we'll talk about in a second but i i want to make sure we stay on here but types of friendships I don't want to figure out types of friendships I, I want to hit on because that really made me think of that, Matt. Um, a, pa a pastor friend of mine um, and kind of a mentor to me, really, and a leader in my life said this to me a couple of years ago, which I thought was fascinating. But he's like, I don't I don't believe in best friends. I don't like Beth's like your best friend. And I thought it was really fascinating. But his point was and I, and I, <clears throat> I come to align more and more with this principle which is um, kind of what what both Brennan and Matt were saying, but especially what Matt was saying is it, it can also be dangerous because um, when there's just one person, when there's just um, one best friend, uh, that can really, really be um, an idol in your life eventually. That if it's just that one best friend that, um, you know, all of a sudden – you know, you're, you're going to them more than you go to God, or there's so much emotion and weight into that, that, um, that if something happens, you kind of move away or, you know, life happens in jobs or, you know, if somebody gets married or has kids and the frequency, and then all of a sudden you're wrecked. Why? Because it, they were too important. There wasn't that balance. And the other thing too, when it comes to like, this whole best friend principle is, is then you're also kind of excluding others from it as well, right? Like you're like, Hey, this is just me. This is my best friend. This, you know, and it's like, well, no, like I, I have come to realize I have a lot of great friends. I have a lot of amazing friends and relationships and there's strength behind that too, because I might be going through something 
And I'll use the, the fellas here for an example. And I might need to get some wisdom or advice on a decision I'm going to make. And if I just have one, one person, like, man, they better be an amazing person. Like, I don't do that ever. Like, if, I, if I'm going to get off, first thing I do is go to the Lord. Then I go to my wife, right? But I'm going to get opinions about a decision. I'm going to talk to, I'll talk to a Matt or a Brennan or, or my dad or Vernon or Jacob or Sean Sansev or Lance. You know, I'll, I'll talk to a few people to get some different perspectives, to get some feedback to I, people that I know um, that uh, have different experiences. Because here's what I've learned. When I talk to people, a lot, not always, but a lot of times they speak from their experience. And so what I realized, like for instance, when I was stepping out of ministry or, or praying about going from one church to another church, I could see the undertone of what somebody went through in their life. If they had church hurt or, if, you know, they would bring their advice or wisdom from their experience and I knew that, so I I kind of took it as a grain of salt. Like I I did receive it, and I thought so, so I can chew and pray about it. But I knew that it was based on a filter from their life, and so that's why I don't. That's why I refuse to have one person, right? One person that you know is just the everything, right? God is my everything, and I I believe in the church and the community to surround ourselves. So yes, you can have a lot of great friends. But I think it is dangerous to have that best friend because it can turn toxic. Just my thought, though. Well, that's shocking to me, and I'm a little bit hurt because I thought I was your best friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is so true. A best friend? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, did and he, I, what, I think going off of what you're saying. Did he ever call you a best friend? Oh, now that I think about it, no, just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but, but no, going off of what you said, Donald, like, uh, and, and I'll use one of my favorite words and Nicole, my wife, she makes fun of me for it all the time because I use it for a lot of things, but in most things in life, it, it, it's pretty essential is the balance, right? Like, so within our friendships too, like you said, Donald, like, you know, um, sometimes we put people in a place of being on a pedestal uh, most of the time unknowingly. And so it's like, you might have friendships in your life right now, uh, or people in your life, uh, that, that are friends that, that they could be heavily relying on you, or you could be heavily relying on them. Uh, and then we become too dependent. And so if any little thing happens, uh, it's like our whole life gets wrecked and we have to be very, very careful about that. And I'm not saying to not have people be close to you. I'm saying, keep a balance of the the kind of friend that you are and, and the time spent and the interaction and uh, the effort you put forth. Um, but it's important for us to also like realize uh, how that is, is being not only given, but also received. And so there's, there is a balance in it. And I mean, like, like Matt said, you know, friendships can be really tough. And I think from a young age, many of us have this mentality of friends um, that from the giving and the receiving aspect of friendship is that friends are the people that will stick through anything with you and uh they're never going away and no matter what you do or who you are uh that that can't change but i think we have to be a little bit more realistic about um 
what what friendship really entails and the effort that we give and the effort that is received and the balance that that lies there uh in between because really it does you you go through different things in life um you're gonna change as a person other people are going to change and you really do like again i'll fall back to the honesty and the communication like the the more that that happens i believe that you can have those healthy boundaries set within friendships where there's an equal part of support and uh effort that's given but sometimes people come become too reliant on each other or it's it's unhealthily weighted one way or the other you know and so i i think it's we have to kind of watch out for that balance just like you're saying donald and and realize that sometimes we can't we can't put people in a place because that's a lot of pressure too uh, we can't expect anybody to to be what they're not supposed to be in our life and so yeah where yeah. where is the balance in our in our friendships and and how does that weigh out in our life and and even how we not only receive but but give give that effort within our friendships that's so good god's supposed to be our best friend so mm-hmm. man it's true. Hit me hard there. <clears throat> That's the key. <laughs> Got me thinking now. Just chilling here thinking. <laughs> I was like, man, hey, Dean, I'm sorry, but you're not my best friend anymore. God's my best friend. You're next up. <laughs> I hope you're listening. He's, he's contemplating all his friendships right now. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, you know, and kind of what you were saying too, Brennan, it's, it's just, it's good to have honest conversations like hmm. where you can be transparent about how you feel and, and in, you know, say, Hey, like here, here's the other thing between healthy and toxic relationships too. And then, and then I'm, I want to, I really want us to focus on the types of friendships. Sometimes the difference between healthy and toxic friendships is you hmm. hear me now. There are, there are some people, as we started talking about this, you're like, yeah, that's right. So-and-so is toxic or they're not supporting me <laughs> or they're not this, or they're always bothering me. And, and to be honest with you, I'm going to put the ball in your court and say, okay, how many honest conversations have you had with them? Now you might've, you, you don't come around. You might've, but for a lot of people, they don't, they just let it go. And ah, I'm not going to say anything or no, like, like I want out. I, this is this is person's not even like um i wouldn't say I, i'd say an acquaintance but like kind of like an old school friend right from high school and probably five years ago he hits me up on facebook messenger and he sends me a, a very inappropriate photo of a girl and i'm like what are you doing you know i'm like i'm like what what are you even thinking right and i was like this is and like I, I like as as soon as he sends it, I like delete it and I message him back and I go, you you do do not ever send that to me again. Like I I never want to like don't that's that wasn't okay with me, right? Why? Because I had to I had to draw a line, you know. It, it, so you have to have honest conversations with people and and draw lines, um, both for the good and the bad things. Like I had friends in high school and we would play video games together, and I made a rule that I was like, hey, like I I want to hang out but no smoking or drinking around me. And, and we're not going to do that while I'm here. If you guys do that after I leave, that's on your thing. But, and again, though, that these are some, these are some examples of people who may be, um, <laughs> well, they might, they might follow, go to church too. Who knows? But, uh, but also just in, even in with emotional management, right. Is, um, is, you know, drawing those kind of lines and having those types of 
honest conversations because a lot of times they don't they don't they're not toxic from the beginning but without proper stewardship and without you, you know you guys creating boundaries and healthy conversations they will become toxic yeah and i think that's a key factor there is like the the boundaries what boundaries are we setting you know and and, and i'll say the hard thing too you know i think the flip side of that is you know are there are there relationships in your life that are really unhealthy for numerous amounts of reasons uh or yeah. or one you really have to make a hard decision this person might have been in your life forever for 20 30 years you know and it's it's it is it's tough maybe because of situations maybe because of ties and relationships that you have with other people uh you're part of the same community a group of people they're tied in with your family uh, and it's hard for you to cut away from that. But sometimes you, you either have to love someone from a distance or you have to walk away completely. Um, and, yeah. and I feel like you sometimes have to be honest about that. Um, and, and I think it's, it's totally fair. Donald, like what you said is evaluate where you are uh, and where sometimes maybe that honesty needs to come from you uh, or where, you know, sometimes we feel so deep in a relationship that we're going to hurt them so, so much by, by actually drawing a boundary. But if you don't, man, you, you're just, you're yeah. headed down a road where you're just going to get to a point where you're going to have to cut that person out of your life, you know? So frustration, yeah. resentment, they're going to be like, why mm -hmm. are you acting like this? No. And then on the other side, like Bren was saying, like, nobody likes to be ghosted. Like you'll be surprised, like, like radical candor, right? Having honest conversations people find that refreshing and, and pray about it. Really pray, you know, before you have that conversation, you don't want, you're not coming in to hurt their feelings. So really pray about like, okay, how I'm going to say this. And I'll give you my number one strategy. Do the Oreo. The Oreo is a leadership trick. Bring something positive. Man, I'm so grateful, you know, Matt, for how you are just always encouraging, always have my back, super supportive. But man, you talk about the Bengals way too much and it just bugs the mess out of me. Okay. <laughs> and I just like, I just, you know, and I, I just think that we should, you know, not talk about the Bengals as often because man, I do appreciate you, man. Like you really have made an impact in my life. Right. What, what was that? Yeah, I was mentioned that the highlights. Was that the, real? <laughs> no, you can, you can, you can talk about your team, but, um, but no, but that, but that's, a, aggressively. that's a <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you want to make sure that the way you say it is, is, it's just important as now, you know, what why are some, you're trying to say it. What are some toxic traits that can really affect a Christian per se? Gossip mm -hmm. is the first one that comes to mind, man. Like, like I think, I think I underplay that and I've more and more been very careful with my friendships because gossip, gossip is addicting. Oh, for gossip's sure. addicting for sure. And ta talking about other people in detail, <clears throat> making it seem like it's a prayer request. Like all of a sudden you're, <laughs> you're talking about somebody and it's, it's not healthy. Um, so that's the first one that came to mind just instantly for me. Okay. Well, and I, and I think that like, again, the level of trust, your friendship should be be built around people that you can trust, you know, and I think there's different people maybe in different capacities within your life. Um, and like Donald said, we're probably going to get into it a little bit. Um, people may hold a little bit different weight uh, and capacity within your life. And um, the thing is, is like, we do have to be careful, I think, in that to not be so passive aggressive, just 
just like gossip, you know, we can't beat around the bush too much. Now I'm not trying to say like be blunt and be a jerk to all of your friends just because you want to be being honest. Um, but, but I think that again, if we let things go too long, if we're not honest with one another, um, if we can't be in a place where that trust and that transparency is, then, then you really have to ask yourself, like, what is this friendship, you know? Um, or, or maybe that changes over time. Maybe, uh, you, or maybe somebody else changes a little bit and you're like, wow, this just, this, this feels a little bit shallower. I feel like this person just comes down hard on me. Um, and one, we have to be open and, and willing to accept, uh, advice, but if it's coming from someone that's malicious in your life, uh, that's going to tear you down, what, what is the value of, of the friendship that's there, you know? And so, yeah, it is, it's, it's definitely difficult to, to, cause again, you could change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you could change your priorities could change your mentality. I mean, what, what were you, like, I know you asked that question, Matt, like, what were you thinking? Like. I mean, I, I know gossip was one, but like, what are some other negatives that you've either seen in others or yourself that, you know, that we should watch out for as Christians? I was just trying to get some answers from you guys. Cause I was thinking like, I was trying to think and I, I just kept coming up, coming up with blanks, but, um, you know, one of the toxic things is always wanting the other person's attention. I think that can be very tough. Yeah. So, um, I've been there, you know, I've had that situation. I've had that. And I feel like that could be very, very toxic and mm -hmm. it can throw people in a loop. Um, you, you expect them to always be there and you know, it's just, you can't expect someone to be there 24 seven for you. Um, and you can't expect their attention because you already have that one person that is going to give you that attention. Um, that one person that is always there for you. That's always going to be there for you. And that's our father, you know, I mean, he did everything for us and, you know, he's always there. And sometimes you expect someone else to be there all the time and it doesn't happen. And sometimes you rely too much on that. And that's a very, that could be very toxic um, because that could hurt the relationship multiple ways. So that could um, definitely drown it. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think you're right. <clears throat> I think uh, I, I've experienced that where envy, jealousy of, of your friend with somebody else, you know, the, you know, they're, they hang out with them more or, you know, I've also had people that would get frustrated with me and I'm like, Hey, you know, like, sorry, I, I can't, can't, what your expectations are, I, I, I'm not going to be able to meet, you know, like, like I have to have balance and boundaries. And, and that's where I really do think like, it, you know, sometimes uh, friendships become greater than God to people without them even realizing it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we have the thought of Christianity and being a follower of Jesus, but then do we have the application of it, you know, and that I think it's really, really uh, praying and spending time with the Holy spirit and having that self-awareness and self-reflection through our, you know, uh, mediator, the Holy spirit, uh, to show us that, um, but kind of, you know, jumping right into what, what you guys kind of both have mentioned. I know Brennan was really hitting it a little bit on this topic of there are 
Now, on the other side of things, there are different friendships, right? And I've, I'm, I'm a big believer in this. Um, there are different people in your life that are going to have different roles in your life. And what I mean by that is I have friends who, um, who are more what I'd call like <laughs> uh, life suckers, if you will, right? Like, like they, they're going to pull more from me than I'm going to get from them. And that's okay. Why? Because I have some friendships in my life that I get more out of. And a lot of times they're, uh, a lot of them might be leaders in my life, people I look up to, people. Um, and I realize that, and this is the beauty of the church, is this is how God's created the church in seeking wise counsel and leaderships and the disciples and the apostles and uh, pastors and leaders and all these different things like that. And you have deacon, deaconesses, all all, all that stuff, right? All, all of it. Um that God created the church to be a community, right? And so because of that, that means there's going to be different sort of friendships. Like I have people that I pour into more and I encourage more that maybe aren't checking in on me um, as much and they don't need to because I have other people who are checking on me. And then I have friendships that are more like even out, like we encourage each other, we help each other. So realize that that's okay right because in some of those friendships by the way some of those friendships where you know you're more the giver than the receiver yeah that's called going out into the world and being a light of jesus and and being a witness like like that's some of that that's called making disciples as paul had timothy right i mean like like the, these are scriptural mandates, you know, from, from God and from the new Testament to, to make an impact in this world. So, so just realize just the, the whole cycle of the gospel of like, Hey, there's some people that are pouring into me and I'm pouring into them and we are all in relationship with Jesus for this to happen. And then also the, the realization is when you realize that, you know, your friendships fall under one of those three categories, either I'm going to give more I'm going to take more or it's, it's more kind of evenly distributed. Why is that better? Or what, why is that good to know? Because then you'll have the correct expectations. Like then you'll won't get so resentful towards so-and-so because wow, the, I, they're always venting to me, but I, you know, they're never asking how I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Did God put you in their life so they could do that? And we're being so self-centered that we're 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 upset that they're not no no like let me not let me not have that heart oh lord let me have a heart to be responsive and aware of the friendships and the purpose of the friendships that you've put in my life so i can fully be obedient to the placement that you've called me to be in what you've called me to do from that friendship and if you say well donald i don't have any of those friends I don't know. No. Well, okay. A couple things. There might be a couple of those friends that you need to have more honest conversations with that you just need to speak up. Or like, are you putting yourself out there? Are you, do you have a church community? Do you have people so that you can have people to encourage you that you can have people that you can have honest, transparent conversations with to, to help you so that you can help others. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm a firm believer that God does bring people 
into our life, sometimes out of our life uh, as well. But I, I really do believe that God does place people in our lives. And sometimes that's that's for different periods of time. Um, and so you might be, because many times when it comes to, you might have tuned into this thinking, okay, friendships, I, I need to hear something about this. And most of the time, it's not because you're saying, all oh, my friendships are great. Let's just be honest. You know, it's, it's because you're saying, okay, something might be wrong. I, I need to evaluate my friends, my group of friends, maybe uh, issue you're having with the friendship uh, because they do change because people change. We have to realize that. Um, but, but don't miss out on the opportunity because we sometimes do fixate so much, just like Donald was saying, is like, we, we may fixate so much on like, man, I, I just wish I had this group of friends still because maybe something happened or uh, the the friends that were really close to me uh, at a certain point in my life and not because anything bad happened, uh, but just because situations of life and availability, uh, people may not be as uh, involved in your life right now in this moment, but who around you right now is, is maybe God trying to bring into your life or maybe how is God trying to use you to, to be a friend to somebody else, just as Donald was saying, to speak into their life. And, you know, it, it does change. And, and, and you know those things within your friendships. You can do kind of that self-assessment and say, okay, where am I at with these individuals? Um, and I feel confident to, to use an example of, of one of my good friends. Uh, his name is Lucas. He stood up in my wedding. Uh, we went to school together since first grade. And you know, honestly, during uh, we went to the same grade school all the way through eighth grade, um, but then we went to different high schools. And for a few years, we weren't really talking a whole lot. It didn't mean that we weren't close friends, uh, but towards later end of high school, we we kind of reconnected. And even now into our adulthood of life, uh, he lives in a different state. But we still try and keep in touch with each other. We still try and support each other. And it's maybe not on the level of we can go and hang out and be in person all the time or we talk every day. It's not like that, honestly. But you know what? There, there's been kind of that that opportunity for us to establish communication and realize that there's different seasons we're we're both in. Uh, we're both married now. We both, you know, it's like we're, we're in full-time careers and things like that. And so it's like, just evaluating where you're at, but realizing that there might be an opportunity now for new growth, new friends, new opportunities, um, and, and got to establish something new. And so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of throw that out. It's just like, look for those opportunities that God might be trying to establish uh, something new in your life and evaluating where uh, you can you can see that. And sometimes we got to take the blinders off and and not reflect too much on, man, I wish it was like this before. This person's not like this anymore. And and, and we just kind of, we keep ourselves down. So yeah, I, I think guys, that's an important for us to realize is that it, they do. Friendships uh, and relationships that we're in over time are going to change. But how are we going to yeah. respond? Where we gonna react, and what opportunities are we gonna be open and available to to right now? So, yeah, I think we really have to, you know, like we're like just last podcast we were talking about um, the metaverse, how the church has to adapt to the metaverse and the new things coming. We also, as friends, have to adapt and change with um, times as well. Things are always going to change, um, mm-hmm. and we have to be there with it. We have to change with it. Um, new new friends will come in. You'll meet new people. They might take up more time than somebody else. So, you know, yeah. you, you have new people in your life for a reason. God brings people to you for a reason. 
um, you just have to, uh, you know, make that happen. And you got to understand when it's time to let go or time to hold on or anything like that. God does everything for a reason. You just got to keep pushing and keep thinking. No, that's good. Yeah. And, and keep praying. And like, exactly. No, that's spot on, right? Because you can mm -hmm. get into like resent, resentment or frustration and then put yourself in a shell and then you kind of pull yourself from any community, right? I mean, I know so many people that have church hurt because of a friendship and they stop going to church and they completely give up on the church or, or relationships because of somebody. And yeah, maybe they should have done better, but yeah. maybe you could also be forgiving and maybe not have as heavy as expectations on them too. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely, a, it's a two, don't get me wrong. It's a two way street. And like me and Azzy were having this discussion about, about a situation and, and we said, Hey, like, you know, you, you kind of get an understanding of kind of how friendships go by, by how someone does things on their side. And once you realize that don't get resentful, just understand and then have the, right expectation of what that is of, of who they that's are huge. and what that is. And you guys are, that's huge. Yeah. And, and, and then that way I can, I can, when I do that, I can still be able to keep a lot more of my friendships because then I don't let resentment take hold of my heart or frustration, or I'm just like, forget them. No, like I still hmm. love, love people and value, you know, friends and okay. If it changes a little bit, I, I don't want them out of my life. You know, and, and things like you guys said, like when we started having kids, like that changed a ton. Like we were, we were running a young adults ministry and heavily involved with the youth ministry with, with Brennan um, at the church in, in Illinois. And, uh, and it was awesome. But when we had kids, like we had to make adjustments, like we weren't as available. We weren't able to hang out as often, you know, like we weren't able to go out on a whim, you know, like, Hey, we're all going to go to a restaurant in an hour and it's nine o'clock right now. I'm like, what? No, I don't have fun. You know, like, and that, that happens. Like, like you, things change by your age, by your career, by your marital status, by having kids, by your family and, and maybe different obligations you have for taking care of your family, whatever it is. So, so yeah, that's our biggest encouragement for y'all is like, and, and also too, and I, I, you know, we kind of hit on this a little bit, but the same principles of recognizing, um, you know, the toxic friends in your life and having conversations with, make sure that you're not being a toxic friend, make sure you're not super clingy, make sure you're not very resentful, or you're not the one starting gossip or pulling somebody down, um, to make you feel better about yourself, like have enough honesty and self-awareness and time with the Lord to go like, Am I being a toxic friend? And a lot of times, like, you know, you might just ask somebody and go like, hey, like, am so-and-so, am I being, and they might go, no, you're not being toxic. Oh, okay, good. And maybe I'm just overthinking it, right? But but just realize, like, God has given us community. We are wired for community, and that's awesome. And just like, you know, both both Brendan and Matt said, man, like, there's seasons. I, I mentioned this a few episodes ago, like the, it was from one of the Tyler Perry's Medea plays where, you know, Medea is talking about, you know, friends are like a tree. You know, there's some that are leaves and some that are branches and some leaves, you know, the ones that are leaves are for a season and the ones that are branches that are, are connected to your life will be connected for your life. And that's okay. And it's, it's, it, I, I celebrate the friendships that I had for a year and I still have somewhat of a connection with, and I celebrate the ones that I've had for 10 years. You know, they're all blessings from God and also um, opportunities for God 
to move, to bless you, to, to grow you, to encourage you. So uh, any last thoughts for you guys as we wrap up uh, today? Real quick. And I think the other side of that too is like, if you can righteously evaluate that you're in a toxic relationship and it is, and it is being destructive to your life, have the self-awareness too to, to maybe walk away. And I know that's really tough, mm -hmm. but prayerfully, prayer, please prayerfully consider that. But uh, don't don't ever stay in something that uh, is really going to tear your life down. Um, so and it's so important. And and also don't be someone that tears other people down either. So make sure we keep that balance. So yeah, that's it for me. No, I, and I I think with that, one of the best ways to know is talk to somebody else, especially if they don't know the yeah. person. Um, if they if they right. do, they do. I I you know, you want to be careful of gossip and I get it, but I, I also get in confiding in a brother yeah. or sister. I understand that there, there's a balance and there's a heart behind it. But for yeah. me, sometimes I have an honest conversation with somebody I'm close to and I say, Hey, this is what's going on in the situation. And they'll be like, what are you doing? Like I've, I've heard that like a ton, yeah. like, especially like with like Seek -wise you know, romantic, yeah. yeah, romantic relationships where they go, you know, they tell, they tell us something and then I'm like, you're in a dysfunctional relationship. Like this is yeah. abusive or this is not healthy for you, or this is, this is taking you away from Jesus. And they're just so used to it. And they've been so close to yep. the situation that they don't recognize it. So sometimes, you know, asking, you know, an outside perspective can help give you discernment as you're, as you're praying that through, but well, awesome. Well, that, that is the end of this episode, um, about friendships, uh, you know, toxic versus healthy, healthy versus toxic. Once again, uh, you know, we follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, subscribe, comment, uh, you know, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, subscribe on YouTube. And then Matt, what else do we have on, on our website, Matt? Oh, you know, we got hats. We got t-shirts. We have hoodies. We have long string, long strings. We got long strings, long sleeves, <laughs> you know, and you know, I actually ended up throwing that hoodie in the washer. So we also have a hoodie that is white and it is not good in the uh, like muddy ground. Just so you know, I learned that the hard way. Oh man, he's already ruined it. <laughs> yeah. I, I told Matt next time he needs to get the black one, the black hoodie, but I slid down <laughs> Ooh, a hill. Awesome. It. <laughs> yes. It was a mess. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, guys, thank you all for so much for listening and uh, can't wait to see you next week. And remember, always have eternity in the forefront of your mind and your decisions and your time and, uh, and everything you do. All right, love you guys. See ya. Love you too.